popularity contest with your host, Daria Taspinar. And Khadija Ba. So what we usually do in this podcast is that we have three unpopular opinions from a group of teenagers, and they're all anonymous, by the way, and we rate them based off of their unpopularity. So our three categories are, one, a no-brainer, which is something that we think is a little, you know, I feel like it's kind of agreeable, not really an unpopular opinion. Next category we have is a 50-50. So we think, like, it really depends on the person, like, whether they agree with it or not. It's kind of, like, up in the air. Some people can agree, some people can disagree. And our last category is a rejected take, which we think is super unpopular and that many people would not agree with it. So how we usually start this episode or episodes in general is that we have our own opinions that we discuss for a while and then we get into our three anonymous opinions. So Daria, what is your unpopular opinion for this episode? Okay, so my unpopular opinion is that, you know, it should be normalized for teenagers to have stuffed animals. Like, I don't see why that's an issue. Like, I just really love stuffed animals, and, you know, I don't think it's, like, something that you just have in your childhood. They're just cute, and they're nice to have around, you know? So, that's my unpopular <laughs> I agree. I I only have one, like, stuffed animal that, like, I keep, I guess, like, in my room right now. But, you know what? I think it's really cute, like, when people have a lot of them. Like, I feel like, what's the problem? It's, like, extra pillows. I don't know. Like, it's not, like... Why have we, like, decided to stop, like, using stuffed animals? I don't understand. Literally, they're just, like, pillows. Like, oh my god. Yeah, I have a bunch. Like, they're not all in my room. I'm, I'm not in my room right now, but they're, like, so <laughs> in this area. But, yeah, I have a few in my room. And, you know, they just really make the room more cozy. And, yeah. And I feel like it's I, a cute I decoration, really too. Exactly. I feel like they're cute and they're like, I don't know. Like, I'm a cat person, so I love Pusheen. So, <laughs> um, I have like three different Pusheen stuffed animals that I love. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay, funny story. The one stuffed animal I have is also a cat. <laughs> it's like a little like cat. So. We'd love to see it. But yeah, more people get stuffed animals. Decorate your room. Yes. It's cool. Good vibes. Exactly. So, so my Kenya, what's yours? <laughs> so my unpopular opinion <laughs> for this episode is that Monopoly is a horrible game to play. Like I can't be the only one that hates Monopoly, but I feel like every time I'm with my friends like they want to play it. And I'm like I don't understand why it takes forever. It's boring like I don't maybe it's cuz I'm bad at it. Like I'm really bad at Monopoly. And that's probably why I'm saying I hate it so much, because I always end up losing. (laughs) And I always, like, have, like, I, like, go into, like, debt and have to, like, take a mortgage or whatever. But, like, I don't find it fun, and it takes forever. So. (laughs) Yeah. No, I have to say I do agree with you. I remember being so excited to play this game as a kid. Like, I don't know. Whenever I was at a friend's house, and they, like, pulled out the Monopoly board, and be like yes let's do this but like now when I'm like like when I reflect on Monopoly I'm like we never actually finished the whole game so like what's the point does anyone ever finish a whole game of Monopoly it takes hours like six not six but like maybe like four hours 
it can take more than four hours. I literally remember once we spent like five hours on it with like some family friends and we still didn't finish. So like, I'm sorry, but if a game takes that long, it's just not good. <laughs> if a game takes that long, it's not a game. It's like a, like a whole marathon. Like, I don't For know. Real? It just, it doesn't, I think also because, I don't know, the whole like dealing with money thing and all that stuff sounds a little, I don't know, teaching kids a little, a little businessman schemes a little too young. I don't know. <laughs> and also, like, yeah, the fact that you're learning about debt and mortgages, like, were we really in that big of a rush to, like, grow up and deal with financial stuff? Because, like, It's I don't capitalism. Know. It's capitalism. It, it, it's like capitalist propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Nah, JK, JK, but I... I don't like Monopoly. And I used to love it as, yeah, what you were saying, like, I used to like it as a kid. So I don't understand how I, like, grew up and just started hating it. But I do. But, yeah, if you still like it, like, pack it up, Wolf of Wall Street. (laughs) (laughs) Pack it up, Wolf of Wall Street. I feel like business majors would like it or something. Like, it'll be, like, them, like, applying their... Yeah, like, applying their classwork to, like, real life. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Amazon-type beat. They really have a monopoly over everything. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, For our first opinion, Daria... Okay, so yeah, going into our first opinion from an anonymous teenager, um, they believe that midi skirts are actually better and more fashionable than mini skirts. So, Khadija, what do you think about this? This is a really hard question because I love both, but I think recently I have been liking midi skirts more. Although I still have, I think I have more like mini skirts than I have midi skirts, but I think midi skirts you can make work with a lot of different things and like you can be like a little bit more modest in certain situations with it than like mini skirts so I guess it's more like applicable to like different situations but I love both equally so I don't think I can make like a fair judgment on this I like both equally (laughs) Yeah, no, it's kind of tough for me, too, because part of me is, like, I really like midi and how it looks, and, you know, I just think they're really cute, and they're, like, I don't know, when I see them, I'm like, that's fashion, you know, and with midi skirts, I just have a lot more, and part of me feels like they just look better on me than the midi skirts. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, maybe I'm just not used to it yet, but I really want to like midi skirts more, but I still feel like I'm leaning a little bit more towards the mini skirts but then again it's just it's tough it it really is because there's really cute outfits that are mini that you can just really elevate a look with so yeah I also like the flowy like look of midi skirts where it's kind of like I don't midi and maxi skirts kind of have like that flowy like fun look but mini skirts you can't really like I don't know you can't really do that well yeah, and I like one, the one thing, I mean, I guess you could do this with mini too, but if you have kind of a flowy, like, floral mini skirt, and then you pair it with, like, some more kind of typical masculine, like, shoes, like, combat boots, you know, it just, like, the, um, what's the word, the contrast between the two just looks really cool. That is, and yeah. I feel like, and I feel like that's one thing with mini skirts that's definitely a plus. I feel like you can kind of, like, mix and match that kind of, like, 
more like masculine feminine not that clothes have a gender identity but it's just kind of about the vibe yeah um, so. <laughs> but I think yeah. also I think midi skirts work like really well for like certain types of people and I don't know if I'm one of those people so like then again I'm kind of like uh, I think I like mini skirts more but I think that like in general like wearing them is just kind of fun I know I always feel like really like fashion forward <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> You know, I'm just like, yep, this is fashion, baby. This is that, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, I think it's a, like, I mean, I know that they weren't, like, just invented, but I think they're, like, coming more into style now than before, mm-hmm. maybe, a little bit. And I think longer dresses, too, rather than just kind of a dress that comes, like, to your knee or, like, to, you know, halfway up your thigh. Yeah, like, so, the longer yeah. dresses with the Doc Martens. Oh, unbeatable so combo yeah. like it's really, really cute really cute all right so okay. countdown <laughs> yep let's all do right. it three two one one 50 50, 50. 50. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's why are we agreeing on everything like recently like what is I know. this Khadija, i guess we're just you know on that same wavelength <laughs> yeah our brains yeah. great minds great think brain. alike but yeah I definitely think it's something that's a little more I yeah I feel like it really does depend on the person and like what you are more comfortable wearing I think I like the midi skirts for like the little bit of like more modesty and especially like if you're a modest dresser prefer that like it's obviously like the best choice and I think that they're all they're also still really fashionable but then again with like mini skirts I think I think that they work work better for me Especially, like, the whole, like, midi skirt. And you can also, like, kind of make it more modest with, like, wearing tights under or something like that. Or, like, you know, or, like, fish. Yeah. Yeah. And in some ways, I do still feel like the mini skirts can be a bit more versatile, at least for me. I feel like I have to plan with the mini skirt, you know, a little bit more. Like, what kind of look I'm going for. But, um, you know, that being said, they're both really cute. So, yeah, definitely a yeah sorry you kind of cut off there for a little bit sorry guys by the way we're on a call right now so the audio might not be perfect but yeah yeah sorry about that all right so on to our next opinion straying away from fashion and going more into music um our second opinion from an anonymous teenager is that the beatles were not that good daria how do you feel about this (laughs) Okay, I'm a little bit biased, but I really like the Beatles personally. Um, I just find that their music has so much variety. Like, I'll be listening to all these different albums, and I'm like, wow, you know, it's just, they all sound so cool and different, and you can really tell that they were inspired by so many different things at different times. And I think the Beatles really just inspired a lot of other kind of rock bands and, um, and other musical groups that would come in the future. So I, I really do like the Beatles. The one thing that maybe I can like understand with this person is just that, you know, people um, often give, um, uh, you know, Elvis Presley and like the Beatles kind of like this reputation for like kind of creating maybe kind of like rock and roll, right? And I do think that we need to remember that a lot of this type of music um, had roots and kind of like soul and that type of music as well so I think it's important to remember that yeah Um, but yeah I mean 
that's kind of my take on it. What about you, Kavita? I was just going to say, like, you mentioning Elvis Presley reminds me of the fact that, like, I think I heard that, like, Elvis Presley, like, stole, like, moves and, like, songs from, like, black rock artists, which, like, yeah. is crazy to me. But, yeah, going back to the Beatles, again, <laughs> like, I'm a fan of the Beatles. Like, you know, Rubber Soul is one of my favorite albums Rubber of all Soul, time. Yeah. That mm-hmm. album is so good, and I feel like it's just, like, good vibes. Um... I feel like if you're saying they're overrated, I think I can kind of see where you're coming from, where people kind of consider the Beatles as, like, this big band that was, like, you know, pioneering, like, the whole, I guess, like, the whole, like, 60s, like, late 60s, like, 70s, like, rock, you know, scene. And I think that, you know, they were really popular at that time. But then again, like, popularity doesn't necessarily mean, like, that they were the best band of all time, or that they are the best band of all time. Um, But again, I think they're pretty up there for me. And again, like with music, it's super, super, super subjective. And that's why I think kind of like analyzing this opinion or like talking about it is kind of like, it really does depend on the person. Like music is so subjective. So yeah. It really is. And it really depends on your taste in music, you know? It's like if you're if you like rock music more, you're more inclined to like the Beatles than if you don't. But yeah, I just personally feel like they're a really timeless band. I don't think they're this band where you're like, oh, they're just a band from the '60s. I feel like you can listen to your music and be like, yep, this still hits the same. Yeah, <laughs> now, it's kind of like know? it doesn't. They don't age. Like their music won't age, and I think that it's it's been able to withstand like the test of time. You know, up exactly, until this yeah. day, like there's still huge Beatles fans. And I think that's, like, another thing that can we really say they're overrated if they're still, you know, relevant to today? But, you know. Yeah, and I really do feel like they influenced a lot of other artists as well, you know? Yeah, I think their influence on the music industry is huge, which is also, like, Mm -hmm. another reason I really appreciate and like them. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think I I was actually just thinking about this. I remember looking at, like, the Rolling Stones, like, top 50, like, albums of all time list, because I was like, I want to listen to all of them. And, like, the top, the first one was a Beatles album, and then, like, two other ones in the top three, I'm pretty sure, were also Beatles albums. And I was kind of like, I mean, like, is this a little biased? I don't know. Yeah. I know that, like, (laughs) you know, the first, uh, what they said was, like, the best album of all time was Sgt. Pepper's uh, Lonely Hearts Club Band which is an amazing album, like, a great, great album. But I think that, you know, in terms of, like, being overrated, I think that that could be, like, a, that that is a pretty good argument, you know? Like, why are so many, I guess, Beatles albums considered, like, in the top ten, you know? I don't know. Yeah. No, and I think that's the point where, you know, it's, like, it's so much for being so amazing it's easier for it to be labeled as overrated, you know? Yeah. And I think since the Beatles have gotten all that hype, like, I can understand where this person is coming from, but that being said, I am a huge fan. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, so, should we do the countdown? Right. All right. Three, okay. two, two, one. One. No-brainer. Rejected taste. <laughs> oh! Really? That. We disagree on something. Oh my god, I was not expecting a no-brainer from you, Kadijo. Wow. I think, you know, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, 
there are probably a lot of people I this isn't like this is not the first time I've heard this I'm pretty sure I've heard it like so many times from so many different people that the Beatles are overrated or that they're like not that good and I think it's because of the fact that they're so popular and seen as like you know one of if not the best band of all time so yeah I do I do see I think I see this opinion a lot more than I see like other ones like in regarding like regarding music opinions yeah no I, I do see where you're coming from I think my own personal bias is just you know preventing me from agreeing with this one but you know I do see I do see where they're coming from but I just do still think at the end of the day that they're super influential kind of groundbreaking bands you know and for those reasons I have to say that I don't really think that I would consider them super overrated but yeah and um, also I think if I feel like if you listen to like the Beatles like most popular songs you might not get like the full like range of their music because I think it can appeal to like a lot of different people so I'd recommend anyone who might like you know be interested to listen to like a lot of different albums and like see because I think I kind of put off that I kind of put on that judgment too like before I really got into like listening to different albums that I was kind of like oh like they're just like this rock band like they're whatever you know they're really popular and then when I started listening I really became a fan so yeah yeah and I and I do feel like there's something for everybody like I feel like every album is pretty different and I think that's kind of cool you know yeah like a new style in each one so you know there's usually something for somebody but you know if not that's totally fine and like you just said music is totally subjective very much so (laughs) yeah that is something i've Mm -hmm. totally realized like in the like past like few years like music is so so subjective yeah all right so on to our last opinion daria okay so our last opinion again from an anonymous teenager is that sad music actually makes them feel happier so khadija what's your take on this one See, this is a really good one. This one is going to make me think. Um, (laughs) Sad music (laughs) does not make me happier. (laughs) Um, In the sense that it's like, I listen to like this sad song and I'm like, I feel better. Like, I think if if that's like the the line of reasoning or line of like logic, definitely not. (laughs) But... I've realized that, like, a lot of sad songs are kind of better (laughs) than, like, happier songs. And I think that good music and music that I think is good does make me happier. If that makes any sense. I don't know if that makes any sense. (laughs) No, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean, I do think that the more melancholic songs do tend to, I don't know, again, subjective, but I feel like they're a little bit better. You know, I mean, there are some really happy songs that are good, too. But I feel like when there's kind of, like, this hint of, like, sadness or sorrow or, like, grief or, or something, it just adds some, like, extra flavor into the song. <laughs> so, yeah. that's definitely true. And I think it's um, more real. You know, like, the lyrics, and I think, like, authentic. the lyricism and, like, the depth of the music, it's more, like, it's more layered and, like, has more, more substance more to nuance. it. more yeah, yeah, because I depth is... I think depth is a good word, too. I think you can tell that, you know, it's not just, like, happy, happy, happy. There's, like, it's more complex than that, you know? Um, But going back to more about the opinion um, that we're featuring, 
I, you know, I try to listen to sad music when I'm feeling sad, but it always ends up making me feel more sad. <laughs> like, I mean, I kind of um, do that on purpose. <laughs> I have yeah. a sad playlist that I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to be sad, like, we're going to do this, like, full send. We're just going to be sad, like, the whole day, whole time. You know, I'm going to listen to these sad yeah. sounds and make myself even more sad so I can just, like, move past it. But, but you know what? I think that's healthy. I feel like what I don't do is healthy. I sometimes, like, try to lie to myself about how I'm feeling. And I think, really, if you're feeling sad, you may as well just embrace it. That way you get over it faster, you know? But, yeah, I mean, I think the one thing where I can be like, okay, like, sad music can make me feel better is sometimes you can completely relate to the artist and what they're saying. And you that, that whole kind of, like, misery loves comfort me type thing kind of comes <laughs> Yeah. <it>. So, <laughs> but, um... Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think, yeah, definitely, this is a difficult one. Because <laughs> I think if it's, like, the simple, like, way of thinking, like, oh, sad music makes me happy. Like, definitely not. But then again, I think sad music equals good music. And good music is, like, something that makes me feel better. And then also what you were saying, like, you know, misery loves company. Like, I love, not love, but, you know, it's comforting to listen to sad music and to know that, like, you know, this is something that can be conveyed into words and in music that, you know, it's like just like plainly set out there. You're like, oh, my God. Yes. Like, that's exactly how I feel, you know, and it makes you feel a little bit more comfortable, I guess, being sad. Like, for example, like if I'm sad about a certain situation and I hear about that situation as in a song, I don't feel stupid for being sad anymore. I'm like, this is a universal experience that like all people go through, like, Glad to know, you know. And you don't beat yourself up as much for being sad about that. You're like, okay, I'm not the only one going through this, you know. Right. And it makes you feel like, you know, you're going to get over it, you know. So I think that's good, too. But, yeah, in the blunt terms of sad music making me feel happier, is that's a little bit more difficult to answer because it's just... Because in those terms, I do think that it's not something that really makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Countdown? Sounds good. All right. Three, two, two one. one. Rejected take. 50-50. <laughs> See, I'm glad, I'm glad we're disagreeing on, on something today. Yeah, something. A <laughs> little bit of variety. A little bit more conversation yeah. to be had. But I, I think this is really unpopular. Because I, I genuinely don't know anyone that's like, yeah, I'm going to listen to the sad music so I can be happier. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't do that. I don't know anyone who does that. But I think that it does. I don't know. It makes sense to me, though. It does make sense to me, though. Yeah, I think um, it's like, you know, I was like in those blunt terms. I'm like, I don't really agree with it. I was going to give this one a rejected take. But then I'm like, if I really think about what they're, you know, what I think they mean, which is that, you know, if you're sad, you know, sometimes already, like when you're already sad listening to sad music, you know, I mean, personally, it doesn't make me feel a whole lot happier. But, you know, at the same time, there is that kind of like, okay, this is a universal experience. And I think that's cool. And, you know, it is sometimes better to kind of get down in your emotions rather than bottling things up. And that'll make you happier in the long run. <laughs> facts, so, facts. Mm-hmm. That's a good yeah. line of, that's kind of like what my line of thinking was thinking that, 
um, the person who, like, sent this opinion in was probably, like, going towards, like, you know? And in that case, then, yeah, I completely get that, and I agree. But, yeah, again, I mean, we've already talked about this, but music is something that depends on the person, like, how they feel about certain songs or certain types of music, so... Yeah. yeah, and like all of our opinions, they are subjective, but I think especially like we're saying with music, I think it's an especially kind of personal thing. Yeah. Um, for sure. Okay, well, <laughs> this was a great episode, and thank you to everybody who tuned in and listened, and um, thank you for all the opinions. Yes, thank you guys so much for sending in opinions. We really need them because you know especially like because we're not in school like we're not really seeing people not really getting their opinion on stuff but thank you to everybody who sends opinions in and thank you to everyone who listened we will see you guys next time bye see you soon bye